Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how quickly previously trained muscles bounce back after inactivity and how a black hole made a star literally explode. Let's literally satisfy some curiosity. It's hard to start working out, but it is incredibly easy to stop. Just ask your average ex-high school athlete or a person who, I don't know, has lived through a pandemic or me specifically. Well, here's the good news. It's a lot easier to build muscles you once had than it is to train for the first time. And researchers in Arkansas have uncovered a little bit more about why that's the case. In the last few years, researchers have made some exciting discoveries about this phenomenon. Like, a study in 2018 had men undergo a grueling resistance training program and then stop for a few weeks and then start their workouts again. Researchers biopsied their muscles, and they found that certain locations on their DNA were marked with chemical tags that determined how they were expressed. And those tags seemed to help them get stronger faster the second time around. But the method those researchers used was pretty general. There was no way to know whether the DNA they were looking at came from the specialized nuclei of muscle cells or from cells outside the muscle. So these Arkansas researchers decided to zoom in directly on muscle DNA. And for that, they used mice. For the experiment, one group of mice spent eight weeks training on a wheel and then took about three months off. After the break, it went back on the wheel. But this time, more mice joined in. The second group was identical to the first with one key difference. They hadn't trained before. Both groups trained for four weeks. And then the coaches slash researchers euthanized them and took samples of the muscles that the mice had built. Well, as expected, the mice with a history of training had a way easier time putting on muscle than mice that were starting from scratch. What's more, the researchers found the same molecular tags as previous research. In this case, they led to the expression of genes involved in muscle growth and adaptation. And those tags remained when the mice stopped exercising. Most importantly, there were more of these tags in the specialized muscle DNA than there were in DNA found in cells outside of the muscle. In other words, it was easier to regrow muscle because muscle cells that had been trained in the past were actually storing a quote-unquote memory of that exercise regimen. Those memories made it easier for the cells to start growing again when the mice resumed exercising. So, if your running shoes have gotten a little dusty, don't despair. And if you're thinking about taking up a new activity for the first time, don't let the fear of quitting stop you. Progress isn't lost as quickly as you might think. A black hole collided with a star and made it explode. And scientists caught it in the act for the very first time. Most stars form in duos called binary pairs, and usually one of the stars is larger than the other. As this larger star attracts mass from the smaller companion, the larger star gets even larger still. Eventually, the large star explodes in a supernova, and that leaves behind something really, really dense, either a neutron star or a black hole. 
It's just a few kilometers across, but it's got a lot of mass, and it's ready to do some real damage. This tiny, massive object is pulled closer and closer to its old companion until it's sucked right into the star's gaseous interior. That's when the fireworks really start to fly. All that mass sprays the gas into space, and that gas surrounds the pair with a ring-shaped cloud. But the object keeps going. It gets closer and closer to the star's core, which disturbs the energy-intensive fusion reaction that keeps the star burning. At that point, the star's core collapses, and the star explodes in its own supernova with a bright flash of high-energy X-rays. As the exploding star's remains hurtle outward into space, they eventually reach the ring of gas. This second collision ends in a burst of radio waves. This awe-inspiring event is called a merger-triggered supernova. And although it's a well-established process in astrophysics, it had never been observed, until recently. The difficulty comes down to timing. The initial X-ray burst happens really fast, but that second radio burst can take years to happen. That means you have to find the right series of observations years apart. So, a team led by a researcher at Caltech decided to work backwards. First, they found the radio burst. Then, they matched it with observations of X-ray bursts in the past. In 2017, a project called the Very Large Array Sky Survey found a radio signature that matched what they were after. The team cross-referenced that signature with observations from the Keck Observatory where they found evidence of hydrogen gas in the same place just what you'd expect to see before the explosion. Finally, they cross-referenced the results from the International Space Station's MAXI detector. And on August 14, 2014, they found a burst of X-rays coming from the same position, evidence of the initial supernova explosion. This emission only lasted 15 seconds, but the radio waves from the exploding star hitting the gas cloud took three years to show up. But the legend is even longer than that. The first part of the story, when the remnant moved into the atmosphere of its companion star, it happened about 300 years earlier. That's a blink of an eye in stellar terms. But for us, it's a saga that lasts for generations. Thanks to this discovery, we can now close the book on this adventure. Let's close the book on today's episode by recapping today's takeaways. Well, we learned that it's a lot easier to build muscles you once had than it is to train for the first time. That's because DNA in your muscle cells retain memories of previous training, and they add little molecular tags that express the genes for muscle growth and adaptation so you can do it better the second time around. And this reminds me of a study that I saw a few months ago that took place in Sweden. They found a bunch of men who had been in the military like 50 years ago And, you know, when you join the military, you do all these fitness exams. So they knew how fit they were when they were young. And they found that of the Swedish men in their late teens who performed well in the physical fitness tests for the military, a relatively high proportion were able to avoid going to the hospital when they got COVID-19. So this is more than just like building muscle. It's like if you're fit when you're young, everything seems to be easier when you're old. Exactly. That's why I'm going to enroll my kid in powerlifting classes when he's three. I mean, you joke, but 
I've seen some really killer videos of like eight year olds, 10 year olds, like lifting really heavy. And it's pretty awesome. I mean, resistance training is good for you. No, for sure. For sure. Maybe first I'll try to get him to stop eating books. But yeah, you know, that's a start. (laughs) Get him him something a little more protein for those muscles. Hey, at least he's interested in literature. Can't complain. (laughs) That's right. We also learned that a black hole collided with a star and made it explode in what's called a merger-triggered supernova. Although it's a well-established process in astrophysics, it has never been observed until recently. And it's never been heard until you heard this exclusive audio on our podcast. See, you heard a couple uh, little... The trailers there is because it echoes in space. It, it echoes. Yep. We explained all that. Yeah. I find it interesting that a black hole can actually go into the center of a star. Like doesn't just suck the star in. It's, uh, cosmology is wild. I don't I don't get it. But it's still pretty cool that it can collide with a star and then make it explode. The more I learn about things, the more I learn that most things don't make sense. <laughs> Okay. But like, really? Because otherwise we wouldn't have to work so hard to figure it out, right? Like everything. Human psychology, astrophysics, quantum physics, classical physics. Wait, are you saying like it doesn't make sense until you learn about it? Or I don't get it. Like, why would we have to spend time trying to understand it if it didn't make sense? Well, it doesn't make, it's not obvious sense. Oh, okay. It's not intuitive. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. By the way, there are no echoes in space because there's no sound in space. So No, but but we um, <laughs> but you said echoes, but there really are. Remember the so that like first it hits the center of the star and then the star explodes with a flash of X-rays and then all the exploding star stuff hits an outer ring of gas, which creates another like sound, which you could call an echo. So you did it totally right. Again, none of this makes sense. (laughs) Today's writers were Grant Curran and Brianna Brownell. Our managing editor is Ashley Hammer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. Or if you can't, come back the next day. Your DNA will help you remember how to tune back in and get right back with us. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.